This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Accidents happen, and when they do, you'll want a lawyer who will stand up to the insurance company and fight for your rights. In case of emergency, have this name in your back pocket. Goldfinger. Brian Goldfinger. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Liu, and I'm speaking to you after a very thrilling game. Um, A little bit frustrating, but still, uh, the end result was uh, very fun. Um, The Toronto Raptors defeated the Denver Nuggets by a score of 114 to 110 on uh, Tuesday night at the Air Canada Centre. Uh, you know, there's two ways to look at it. One way is that the Denver Nuggets are in the midst of a seven-game road trip that is just brutal and has pretty much completely capsized their playoff hopes. And uh, they're playing the sixth game of that road trip, and this is a back-to-back. Uh, they just played in Philadelphia, and they blew an 18-point lead. And the the, the Nuggets, or sorry, the um, Sixers dunked all over them. So you know, emotionally they were drained. And, you know, for the Raptors to only beat them by four points on their home court is uh, not necessarily a good look. The other way to look at it is that this is one of the most flukiest games I've seen um, from just an opponent against the Raptors this year. Uh, Honestly, I lost count of how many times I, I, I said good possession, good possession, good defense, good defense. And then at the very end, they would make some dumbass shot. And uh, at no time was that more clear than in the fourth quarter when, you know, the game was pretty much decided when, uh, you know, Nikola Jokic decides to take a three that's, com- like, heavily contested. Like, Jakoperto or whoever it was, Pascal Sagan, was in his body. And somehow, you know, uh, Jokic banks it off the glass and, and goes in on a whole bunch of crazy, crazy shots that they were making and um yeah i mean they just stuck around and also it helped that the nuggets are really desperate like you know despite the fact that they play with no rest i mean all their starters played 30 minutes um ranging from a low of paul Millsap's 30 uh to jamal murray and nikola Jokic both playing over 40 minutes and um you could definitely tell that head coach mike malone was desperate to get this win you know who knows what happens with him in denver if he if he fails to miss the uh, make the playoffs again and 
the Nuggets played really hard and they hit a bunch of shots and you know the Raptors had to really summon their best effort to get this win and I thought all things considered this is a very impressive effort for the Raptors again I know only a four-point win um, against a very tired opponent but shit man the Raptors had to give a lot of effort to come this to get the win and they, they pretty much had to decide we want to get this win and we need to take this win from them and that's what the Raptors did um you know, if you look at sort of the way this game went, um, it was tight sort of throughout the first half. They were sort of trading baskets, trading the lead, going back and forth. Neither team able to stretch away too far. Nuggets went up a little bit. The Raptors came back a little bit. Um, the key there, I thought, was that um, the Nuggets are getting some foul calls early, uh, which, you know, I'm not just saying that that's just like um, one-sided officiating. I'm also saying that the Raptors just, you know, weren't the most diligent defensively to start the game. Um, but at one point, it was like a 7-1 to one foul disparity. At one point, Jakob Proto had four fouls in seven minutes, and he had to sit for pretty much all the first half. There had to be a random baby appearance, which did not go well. Um, and, you know, the Raptors ha- were just kind of trading punches uh, with the Nuggets in the, f- you know, the, the first basically three quarters of the game. But then the Nuggets kind of went up ahead, and, um, you know, they were hitting some shots. And, you know, like, I keep saying they're hitting some shots. Maybe I should describe some of them. Like Paul Millsap hitting a bunch of step-back jumpers, post-up jumpers, turnaround jumpers, over good contests from Serge. Of course, you know, Paul also had some good – like, he also kind of exploded against JV, but that's just JV being silly and not knowing how to defend and, like, just never staying on his feet. Like, bro, stop jumping on these contests. You're either going to crash into them and foul them or you're going to, um, you know – be blown by like I just don't understand you're seven feet tall stay on your feet con- raise your hand contest a shot like how hard that could that be um but Millsap was hitting some crazy shots Jokic was hitting some really really tough shots in the paint and then you know he was hitting the, the crazy threes and um Jamal Murray was was pretty consistent throughout even though I, it's kind of shocking to see that he had a six of 18 scoreline because he had a bunch of turnaround jumpers that you know hit the front of the rim they hit the back of the rim and then bounced in um, Trey Lyles, um, you know, was snapping off the bench. So Nuggets were getting good production throughout. And on the other end, the Raptors were getting good production too. It's just like they somehow couldn't pull away. Like, uh, you know, OG actually had a nice game, um, seven points in 16 minutes. He didn't close the game, but, you know, um, he there wasn't really an opportunity for him to do so. But he was fine on offense and mostly fine on defense. Serge Ibaka was one of – this is one of his best games of um, the entire month of March, which has not been inspiring, admittedly, but Ibaka acted defensively, four blocks, a steal, six rebounds, two assists, six of 11 shooting from the field, and even though he bricked some jumpers early on, like, you know, the type of hustle and energy he was giving um, really did kind of re-energize him and also helped him find a rhythm, Um, either that or it was just sort of good karma coming back to him because he had been playing really good basketball. Um, So he had a good game. He didn't even close the game, but that's another story. JV... JV had a bad game, but I mean, still, you can't argue with 15.7 rebounds and four blocks on six of 10 shooting. The only thing with JV was that he just kept bringing the ball down, which kept, you know, flubbing a bunch of pick and roll plays that he should have finished. Um, and then defensively, he was getting torched by by both Millsap and, you know, uh, Jokic to the point where he had to be taken out and, um, you know, all together because you just can't scheme around. Just poor IQ. Lowry had a decent game. Um, the facilitating was great. Eight assists. Um you know, he had four blocks, which is kind of crazy. Um, I don't know how where those came from, but he definitely had some good verticality plays, as he normally does. Um, 
He hit three threes. I mean, he had 11 points. I mean, this wasn't a dominant performance by Larry, but he had a good performance. DeRozan was fine. You know, he hit some jumpers in the third quarter, really took control of the offense. Um, he had eight assists. His his distribution today was really good. He didn't actually play in the fourth quarter, which is strange, but um, that also, again, speaks to how well the bench was playing. But, you know, most of what I'm saying is the bench really came in and uh, and kind of swung this game and sort of basically showed the type of intensity that, you know, you need to show, that type of hunger you need to show to win these games. Because, like, the Nuggets were, are starving. Like, they're 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 going out there. They know that every single game they're playing for their lives, and they're pretty much done at this point. But they know that every single game they're playing for their lives, and so um, you know, in order to beat them, you re- and especially when they're hitting these shots, you really need to come out and somehow work even harder the opponent and just say, no, we need this win even more than you do. And that's what the that's what the bench did. And um, you know, you look at Pascal Siakam. I mean, he actually had a really scary moment in the first half where. Um, Mason Plumley uh, bumped him and then rolled up into his knee, and it looked really bad. Um, Siakam stayed down for a bit. He got up. He kind of like tried to play it off, and you know eventually he did manage to play it off. But it looked like a really scary injury for Siakam. He played through it and was phenomenal in the second half. Um, those little you know classic yak and skills um, passes to Yakaproto were were just fantastic. Um, you know, Fred Van Vliet was great. I mean, his defense um, against Jamal Murray in a couple of these possessions was just just dominant. Like, he had one possession where he completely locked down Murray to the point where Murray had a shot clock violation. And if he actually did manage to shoot the ball, Fred Van Vliet actually just blocked the shit out of him. And this is like, we're talking about a guy who's like 5'10", right? With like not very exceptionally long arms. But he just ripped the ball away from him, blocked him. Um... You know, Fred's defense was was great. Um, you know, he also was good on offense. Like, him driving to the rim against Jokic. I don't know why the Raptors spent so long not attacking Jokic and passing out of drives early in the game. Because later in the game, they just went hard to the rim, and Jokic cannot guard anybody there. So, Siakam and Van Vliet, the two of them driving at Jokic in the fourth quarter was big. Um, forcing the Nuggets to the help rotations, and then the Raptors able to generate second-chance points. A lot of those second-chance points came courtesy of uh, Yaka Proto, who was just absolutely phenomenal in the fourth quarter in shutting the door on these Nuggets. Um, like I said, in the, early in the game, he could not play because he had four fouls in seven minutes, which is just ridiculous. Um, but later in the game, uh, you know, Pirtle came in and played pretty much the entirety of the fourth quarter. He got taken out uh, very late when JV came in to shoot some free throws. But, um, f- you know, like Pirtle's activity around the basket was phenomenal. He dunked all over Paul Millsap. He had a short baseline jumper. He had a putback. Um, he had one of those like picker, like little uh, driving dump plays with, uh, with Siakam. And was phenomenal on defense as well, um, holding Jokic in check, although Jokic still did hit some tough jumpers and get some tough offensive rebounds. I mean, Jokic played phenomenal tonight, but, yeah, I mean, Pirtle, when he came back into the fourth quarter, he decided no one was going to stop him, the refs weren't going to stop him, nobody was going to stop him, and he made an impact on this game. Um, and, you know, he kind of really showed that hunger. Like I said, that you need to be that hungry. Like, that's how the Raptors were playing in all those games before when you would just feel like, all right, maybe they don't show their hunger in the first half, but in the second half, you know they're going to come right at you. And this is finally a return to that um, where the Raptors, you know, show that type of energy. 
and, and I loved seeing it. And I loved seeing it out of Pirtle for him to play fearless like that and be all over the glass. I mean, it felt like he got all 12 of those <laughs> points and eight rebounds in, this, in the fourth quarter because he was just phenomenal. And then DeLon Wright was nice on top of all of that. Like, he had a – I mean, his three-point shooting has really come up. Uh, I don't know if it's come up to the point where he can, like, hit up half-court uh, buzzer beater um, to end the first quarter like he did. But he hit a key three in the fourth quarter. Um, his drives, his assists, um, his uh, steals, his presence in the passing lane. Like, DeLon does a lot of great things. And he was uh, an integral part of the, cl- the closing lineup as well. And, yeah, I mean, it was most of the closing lineup that's, uh, that took this game away from the Nuggets. And, you know, even having said that, the Nuggets, you know, hats off to them. They played with um, a desperation that just does not look like a team that, you know, you would expect to see on the sixth night of a seven-night road trip and then playing a back-to-back after having the hearts broken. You thought they might have rolled over, but they did not. But I think ultimately, like, this was a good type of game for the Raptors to win because – it really did take their best to get there. It really did challenge the Raptors of, like, how much do you want this game? And they, and they got it. That That's pretty much it. Like, um, in terms of adjustments or anything like that, like, I thought benching JV was a good call. JV just defensively could not cut it against Jokic, which is nothing to be ashamed about. Jokic is one of the best offensive centers in the league. Um, but, you know, I thought there was a lot of encouraging things tonight. Like, Ibaka's increased energy was phenomenal. Um, seeing him have four blocks is great, but even better, seeing him have two putbacks. Like, when do you see that ever in a game, when Ibaka's crashing the glass? And that's how you know, you know, Ibaka was kind of desperate and, and maybe not ashamed, but just, like, willing to go into the pain and, and make things happen on his own terms. He's kind of very passive otherwise, but, you know, to for him to give that type of effort um, because he's had such a, you know, uh, down month was was nice to see. Um, and, you know, just positives all around. Norm had a tough three. Um, you know, pretty much the, the guy that really didn't show up today was C.J. Miles. Like, he was just rough, but still his spacing was pretty vital to that bench unit, as it always is. Um, he was part of that fourth-quarter run. He hit one corner three, although he pretty much missed everything else, uh, minus a dunk, two of 11, one of seven from deep. But, um, yeah, I mean, aside from C.J. Miles and J.V., I thought everyone else played really well for the Raptors. So, um, good on them. Good on the Raptors for winning this game. Again, it was not easy. So, uh, in terms of the Gerald Henderson Award, I'm giving that to Trey Lyles uh, from Saskatchewan. 13 points, five rebounds off the bench, two blocks. Um, honestly, <laughs> it's not even that he has 13 points. It was necessarily such a killer thing. I mean, he only played 14 minutes, so 13 points is pretty impressive. But. Um, it was the difficulty of his shots, man. He was hitting some tough, contested pull-up in transition off a screen. I'm like, yo, is that Trey Lyles or Clay Thompson? Like, uh, he was hitting some shots. But, um, yeah, ultimately the Raptors came away with the win. It was a good win, very good win to get the blood flowing. Now the Raptors have finally have some well-deserved uh, rest. They have three days off until Saturday when they play the um, Boston Celtics, and then they have three more days off after that game. So, Hopefully the Raptors come out and show this type of effort again against the Celtics. They're going to need it. The Celtics are extremely tough at home, and they try hard uh, enough as it is. And then also, um, you know, the Raptors should use this time to really get some rest in because, like, they're going to have a busy finish to the season as well. I'm sure they're not going to play all those games down the stretch. They're probably going to rest. And, you know, how they rest and which games they choose to rest will largely influence, like, what opponent they'll see. But, um um, still, you want to see the Raptors close out strong. You want to see them pick up their, their energy again. And tonight was a f- good step in that direction. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And I'll be back 
uh, on Saturday to recap the Celtics game. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply.